All right, welcome. Welcome back. Oh. Sorry. How's that for timing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind us. Just right. back from a little bit of a holiday from myself, which is Tannen. And Sarah's been working really hard whilst I've been gone. Yes, yeah, so welcome back to the podcast. This is podcast number five. Look for at us, us go. We will try. Girls. We will try and get them a little bit more regular, but life as we know it is a little bit wild at the moment. So I'm bear with sure us. Sure, everyone else feels the same. Exactly. So today, a few topics for our podcast. We will be chatting to you about our upcoming events. So we have our monthly mama move camp for any brisbaneites you are more than welcome to come along to this event it is brisbaneites (laughs) it is a free event held our next one will be held on saturday the 27th of april at 7 a.m at musgrave park south brisbane so you don't have to book in you don't have to buy tickets or anything you just simply turn up Come on down. Yeah, bring yourself a yoga mat and a water bottle. Um, bring a baby, a friend. Yep, anything. So this workout is pre and postnatal specific. So everything that will support and strengthen your pelvic floor, core, back and posture whilst improving your fitness as well. Mm-hmm. And you'll be meeting some lovely ladies along the way. And us. And us, of course. And then we'll go for coffee. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sarah trains part. you and then I just look after and carry multiple babies around a paddock. It's super fun. And then get coffee. <laughs> and then get coffee. It's all about the coffee. Yeah, the move camps are really fun, designed to just incorporate a little bit of fitness back into your life. A little bit more routine, maybe some normal situations with other people um, and feel like you are doing good in yourself. Yeah, and just meeting some people who are in the same situation yeah, as you. So some really new good. mums or some mums-to-be yeah. who are feeling the pressure yeah. and just kind of want someone to talk to or someone that just knows exactly what they're going, going through. going on, exactly. Um, and then on the Sunday, we have our first masterclass, which is one of six, which will be the last weekend of every month for the next six months, and we'll see how that goes. So... I, as a midwife, am really looking forward to these masterclasses because we're bringing you antenatal and postnatal classes in a very different and modern way. So it's not me walking around a hospital telling you the basics of this is a toilet and this is a shower and this is a ball that you can use in the toilet and the shower. No, we don't need to do that anymore. Like we're all well enough knowledgeable and have the information at our fingertips to know that type of stuff the stuff that we're really trying to engage you in is stuff about your placenta and your breast tissue and how it's changing as well as antenatal expressing um as well as stretch and sweeps braxton hicks compared to contractions ultrasounds everything you name it hormones how to have sex whilst you're pregnant it's really trying to get you the best information i can and sarah can to give you knowledge and power and feel really positive in the space of being pregnant and postnatally. Yeah, so really stepping away from that clinical view. So you don't have to feel like you're in a room with fluorescent lights and just four white walls. You'll yep. be feeling really comfortable. You'll be chatting more about the lifestyle that you're about to lead rather yeah. than just the Ego. science base. Exactly. There is a little there is a lot of anatomy in it because I think most days you do need to know with why. And it's very important. F- exactly. Um, so that we the tickets are on sale and that's the 28th sorry of April and then obviously the next month it continues on so that's um, in Brisbane in as Brisbane well, so. so small classes there's only eight to ten people that will be in our classes because it, we want it to be really intimate and really feel comfortable for you to ask questions and to go forward and feel really confident in that space they 
the best part is though, here's a clickbait. <laughs> Our ebooks are coming and they're amazing. So they're to do with all of the types of masterclasses that we are holding, whether it's prenatal, antenatal, postnatal, um, and they have more in-depth information that you can take away with you, refer back to all of those types of things. Oh my gosh, there's a bee in my house. <laughs> Oh my god, that's huge. Oh, and that was my <laughs> That was oh, yeah. <laughs> Today's starting off really wow. now. Um, um, so, so yeah, yeah, those masterclasses are open for partners as well. So it's mm-hmm. not just for mamas to be. So partners are welcome. If you are going to purchase a ticket, head on to Eventbrite or to our website. Um, and if your partner is coming, you just have to purchase the couples option, which is a little bit cheaper. It does not have to be a partner either. If you want to bring a sister, sister mum, friend, anyone else, anyone that you totally feel comfortable fine. with, um, we're we're totally cool with it. Yeah, and um, those ebooks. The first ebook we are releasing is the second trimester ebook, so it'd be really, really beneficial for you while you're going yeah, through your pregnancy. Exactly, and that ebook is set to be released by the end of the month as well. So. Yee-hee. Again, keep an eye out for all of the exciting things that are coming from us. We're really excited about the content. We've been working really, really hard. So make sure you follow us. <laughs> Hit the link in our bio. Exactly. Perfect. So heading into some serious information today. Yes. What we are chatting about is... Actually, first off, I want to bring up somebody <laughs> on Instagram who... Has been very controversial, I think, in many podcasts that I've listened to, as well as Instagram feeds and things like that. Um, Time for a rant. Yeah, it's not a rant. (laughs) I think it's more the fact that I feel very protective over women, and particularly in that early couple of weeks in the postnatal stage, it is tough. It is tricky. It is tiring. You are fatigued. And for God's sake, give yourself a break. But then I see this one woman in particular... Walking around, and Sarah's just shown me some Instagram videos of it, and it's exactly that. She's actually walking around her lounge room with breastfeeding, and what this baby's maybe what two weeks old, mm. maybe two weeks old. Yeah. Breastfeeding looks like a pro, saying, "I'm just editing my latest vlog or whatever the fuck they're a called." Vlog. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're so techno savvy, as you can tell. <laughs> just latest, like editing my latest vlog whilst breastfeeding. Perfect. No, this is not yeah. like you are ruining this beautiful place for people who don't feel comfortable and don't feel confident like I get it you're doing really well and I'm so proud of you for doing that I can think that's amazing if you feel confident and comfortable breastfeeding but why did I not have some empathy like yeah for other Especially women. Especially someone with hundreds of thousands of followers. And what do you say? Like, you're like, in the last two weeks, she's gained like, 50 or 100,000 yeah, followers. Almost 100,000 followers, yeah. Like, mind-boggling. So those people that are following her are following her because of her postpartum journey. Yeah. And the images she's posting in bikinis, yeah. being like, just my postpartum recovery. Feeling so good. Not normal. Can't wait to get back to exercise. Not normal. Like, uh, and I like, and I hate to say that that's not normal, because normal could be anything. But I think when you're... When you have such a big following and you have such a positive influence for people, mm. that positive influence can be really damning on them trying to succeed. Yeah. Because they might not look like you walking around your lounge room at two weeks perfectly breastfeeding. Yeah. Which again is really common. It happens. Like breastfeeding is tricky. Mm. And you're tired and you don't know what you're doing. So I just wish people had a little bit more empathy. Like where yeah. do you think coming from as like a personal trainer, like she's being like, can't wait to get back to exercise. Like do you think she's well, pushing it or it's it's so frustrating because watching her through her pregnancy, she was so real about her exercise and her issues and everything that was happening. But then as soon as she had the baby, it's just turned into this like, oh, I feel so great. Can't wait to exercise. Like, and she's still bleeding. 
She's probably been cut from ear hole to ear hole. Like, I'm not, and that's not, that's normal. Again, it happens all the time. Like, you're still sore. Your uterus is still contracting. That's why you're bleeding. You're still going to have afterbirth pains. And for afterbirth pains, if nobody knows, it's when your uterus contracts from the hormones whilst breastfeeding. It's a really, it's a safeguard pretty much from our bodies. There's all these other things that are going to be going on. She's probably so fatigued. She's not sleeping. Like, Mm. that baby's not sleeping 12 hours a day. Mm. Even though that's what it looks like. You think, like, when someone like that, their job is just to stay at home and vlog. Yeah. Like, she would just, like, computer, go back, breastfeed. But still, in saying that, like, your baby's so unsettled. No, I know, you don't. Get out and look after another kid. Yeah. So I think my rant today, as you said. This isn't a rant. I want to protect my new (laughs) mums and I want them to feel okay and not, like intimidated by these people on Instagram. I think we need to find some more empathy and if you don't have empathy, don't post it. That's yeah. that's the truth about it. And I think this is like she thinks she's being real, which I think is really frustrating because Yeah. And maybe like she's not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she know. She is like she's real on her journey, but she's when really you have such a big influence on people. Saying what you're saying to so many people is like And I hate to say it, but she's real being a pri- white privileged woman. Yeah. That's probably her real. Yeah. But there are like so many other underprivileged. With private, with private care and exactly. a supportive family and. Lives in a first world country that yeah. if something goes wrong, she has, you know, all those capabilities. We, exactly. You know, you need to really think about everybody else who's probably following from other places in the world who don't have that accessibility yeah. and sure as shit don't have the ability to walk around their lounge room breastfeeding whilst editing their vlog, yeah. vlog, whatever it's V-log. called. Vlog. I like a vlog. Yeah. So, like, for anyone out there who's listening and they are struggling and they are seeing people on Instagram and they, they're they tagging themselves as real life and this is the best moments yeah. in their time, you are allowed, Ignore you it. are entitled to feel however you're feeling. If you're struggling, own that. If you're not, great. If you think it's going really well, perfect. Everyone's going to have struggles at different times. Just try and block out those people and, for God's sake, fucking unfollow them. Like. Yeah. They're not helping you. you, Then just unfollow. And I don't follow this girl for this exact reason. Yeah. Because I don't find she's beneficial for my mental space. Mm. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So here's to you empowering yourself today. If you want to go, need to go and unfollow somebody, and it could be your sister who's doing the same thing in her lounge room. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't have to be a million. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so enough of our (laughs) ranting goodness. I hope you enjoyed that ten minutes of fun. Carrying on today, our topics for discussion. We are talking about swelling, bloating, fatigue, and just the general loss of sleep through pregnancy. So this is pretty specific, yeah, to probably more so third trimester women or postnatal as well. I I think some women obviously have um, medical conditions that make them more swollen. So you really you can start to expect swelling from anywhere from like twenty weeks upwards. you can also obviously have issues with And it doesn't fatigue. have to be like super big cankles type swelling. No. Like you could you could just feel a little bit blurred. Puffy. Yeah. Your fingers might feel a little bit more. And if you aren't tight. pregnant, this could be happening like around like the middle of your cycle yeah. or like certain times of the month that everyone's different. But exactly. Yeah, around your period yeah. could be when I'm you're... I'm, I know when I'm ovulating because I get this weird swelling, so... Yeah, so it could be you're swelling, you're bloating, that general just feeling of fatigue or... Just not being able to sleep at night. Exactly. So, swelling to start us off, T. What have you got? Yeah, so swelling in pregnancy, so this is very specific to pregnancy, um, is a normal part and it is from the excess fluid moving around the body. So, we increase our fluid levels when we're pregnant 
by a fair amount and that's because of the nail capabilities of feeding our babies or growing our baby or however it is for you sorry about my dog in the background yet again um <laughs> and swelling is categorized as normal when you by the end of the day you might have had a long day on your feet you get home you're feeling quite full um and when i say full maybe full in the face tighten the fingers ankles are feeling a little bit more swollen um, and you put your legs up and you start to feel a little bit more comfortable. And then by the next morning, it has gone down. Abnormal swelling is when that does not happen. And that could be attributing to something more sinister in the pregnancy. So if you are having anything that you're like, oh, that's really sticking around, it's uncomfortable, you're finding, you, you know, you're not, it's not changing in, it, in its way, seek help. Mm. Okay. So it just takes us back to what we always say is like, if it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. Exactly. And so, trust your mama gut because it tells you the right things exactly. most of the time. Um, swelling can obviously sometimes be a little bit more painful because the tightness of the skin is it's not fun. Like mm. even somebody who has isn't pregnant, when you go on an airplane, you might do a long haul flight. Um, you get off the plane, you're like, oh, I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, in my feels a little bit tight. in my little space. Um, swelling we normally do call edema in the hospital. So if you know a midwife or a doctor does use the word edema, they're referring to swelling of something. Um, and you can have it anywhere, but the most common places in pregnancy are your hands, your feet, your face, your legs, and your ankles. Um, why do we get it? Again, it's the excess fluid going around our bodies, but it's not only for the um, maintenance and running of the body, but it also allows the body to stretch and grow whilst our little baby does. So it kind of preempts the room, I guess, and we then continue to grow into that room and that space, kind of like how babies do when they're inside uter the uterus. So at about 22 weeks, their skin's quite saggy, and then they start to fill out with fat deposits and things like that. Similar, to, I guess, to that idea. It is normal, um, but it can be bloody frustrating yeah particularly like, when you're feeling full yeah especially towards the end of your pregnancy yeah. like if you are trying to stay active being swollen and bloated and just feeling <sighs> blur just can't like just isn't great yeah um so like a few things that we would recommend you do while like if you are wanting to exercise is to do exercises that are really low impact so mm. like we wouldn't recommend going for a run Nope. Like nothing unless that's you're gonna be a unless you're a runner. <laughs> like But even if you are feeling super swollen oh, yeah. and gross, it's no. probably the last thing you want to do. So we'd recommend doing some really low impact exercises. Yeah. So go for a walk, go for a swim, go for a ride on a bike, or do some Pilates, yoga, stretching, just anything to get some blood moving yeah. and I think swimming is one that I find a lot of women really, yeah. really love because the water, water we, as we know, takes away from the gravity effect. Yeah. So that pain and that heaviness that you potentially could be having yeah. um, is really aided by the water. And so it's cooling. Yeah. Especially if you're feeling like when you're swollen, you just feel hot, you feel gross. Yeah. So if you can jump into an ice cool pool in the shade or in the sun, if you want to get yeah. your tan on. But <laughs> we don't condone it, tanning. <laughs> <laughs> but do get in the sun for some vitamin yeah. D. Um, but yeah, it's just, Jump in there and do it in like do it somewhere where you can get nice and cool and just low impact exercises. Yeah, exactly. But while you are doing that, especially if you are swollen, is to make sure you need to stay hydrated. Yeah. Because especially when you're swimming in a pool, you don't really realise that you are still sweating. Aspiring, yeah. So make sure you do stay hydrated because staying hydrated is only gonna help reduce the swelling because yeah. you're just gonna get everything flushing out, relieving and reducing any toxins in yeah. your body. Um, and will 
stop you from getting so hot as well. Yeah, especially you know in Australia in summer. Like we're now we're going into we're in autumn now. Bloody hot. You know the women who have been pregnant in that summertime, I'm sure, really understand how impacting it is when you're swollen, fatigued, bloated, yeah, and sweating. And the last thing you want to do is go and exercise. (laughs) Exactly. So if you have a gym or you have a room in your house that you can just crank the aircon as well, that's exactly it. Like so easy to just roll out a yoga mat and work through a few exercises so on our website we have a few exercises that we have posted up and on our instagram so if you want to have a look at some of those you can do pretty much all of those exercises from the comfort of your own home with aircon cranked um that's what i like to do yeah you could also look at getting a massage so lymphatic drainage is something that um can work quite well obviously make sure that you do go to a pregnancy specific masseuse um, really important because they need to be aware of how to lie, how not to lie, what to press on, things yeah. like that. Trigger points. Exactly. Um, eating some anti-inflammatory foods. So what are they? So just avoiding processed crap. <laughs> like everyone knows it. Like when you go to Woolies, walk around the outside of the supermarket. We've Don't go into these yeah. into the middle aisles because they're full of all of the processed crap that, like honestly, look at the back of even a label that you think is healthy, like muesli bars, mm. things like that. They're so good with their marketing. They're on the front. They've got like pictures of these lovely oats. 99% fat free. Yeah. Organic. Oats. They're called a healthy, like yeah. healthy muesli bar. And they've got all these like beautiful images of fruit and nuts and everything on the front. And you think, oh, perfect. Like that's healthy. Yeah. And you look on the back and it's full of numbers. We might actually do um, an info guide on how to shop yeah. at the supermarket for you. So keep an eye out for that because that'd be a lot really easy for you guys who think, yeah. what is anti-inflammatory food? What am I looking at on the guides? Yeah. What am I, sorry, excuse me, what I'm trying not to have, what am I having? Like, yeah. it's so confusing. And we get it, like, where I'm I'm not great with it. So I'll often mm. message Murphy and be like, help. Help me. <laughs> Do I like this? Can I have this? Like, yeah. is this okay? So we get that that's really tricky. But again, remain on the outsides. Fresh fruit. You can never go wrong with fresh fruit and veggies yeah. and some meat, mm. you know. But, you like, you know what makes you feel good. and what, yeah. Like, if you have, like, a crappy meal for dinner – then I can pretty much assure you that the next morning you're not going to feel good. Yeah. Like I know if I ever like have an ice cream or something for dessert, I wake up in the morning and I'm just like, do not want to get up. And it's probably like gross. not necessarily just the ice cream, but because you've had dinner yeah. and then you've and then overeaten exactly. as well. And you've had not just one serving of like overly processed or high dairy or whatever it is. You've yeah. had probably like a pasta dish and then something else. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know what feels good for you. So some foods that you might think are really healthy, aren't good for you yeah like specifically so if you are like really worried about this i would recommend going to see like a naturopath or a doctor and getting your like allergies and intolerances checked yeah because some people can like you could be allergic to or intolerant with like broccoli yeah and you're like oh well broccoli is healthy i'm eating it every day but then i just feel like crap crap exactly but it's because of the broccoli. And people are like, no, no, all I eat is broccoli and chicken. And You're like, like, okay, oh, well, why else could you feel, like, feel crap? like crap? So little things like that, like you know what works with your body. If it doesn't make you feel good, then cut it out. Mm. Um, water, staying hydrated, just mm-hmm. remember that one. That water, stays, water, that's water. really anti-inflammatory as well. So it always helps flush out toxins. So if you feel like you are getting super, super bloated and swollen through the day in the morning when you first mm. get up, smash a big glass of water yeah like that's yeah. that's what i do in the morning anyway not because i want to avoid swelling and bloating but i know that it starts the it's detoxification really process yeah and, and that's something that is going. like that's not just an instagram hack that is proven time and time again yeah through like many many research and scientific articles that's not just a a thing that we now say because yeah. 
some celebrity has two litres when she wakes up. No. Yeah, but you don't have to add like your lemon and your ginger <laughs> and your turmeric. Like, honestly, just have a glass water. of bloody water. Exactly. It's not that hard. Um, so avoid standing for long periods. As you get later into your pregnancy, the fluid will start to drop and hold space in the lower Gravity. extremities. Yes, exactly. So when you are at work or if you are still working up to that point, make sure you do give yourself some time out, uh, particularly if you're somebody like me who's a nurse or a midwife or somebody who's on your feet all the time, even as a PT. Mm. Give, you space, give yourself the space every day to have the time out because it is crucial and it will yeah. make you feel a billion times better. Um, when you get home, put your feet up. You can put some ice packs on your feet. Anything yeah. that's going to make you feel comfortable. So I yeah. often say, whatever makes you feel good, do it. If it means yeah. lighting a candle and putting your feet up, do it. Get cool. Get Watching the Housewives of Beverly Hills, like I, I do that too. <laughs> um, make sure you're sleeping on your left side as it returns, as it aids in the blood return to the heart. So again, that fluid consistently going around, you're not stopping it at all. And another one is compression stockings. So um, I'm not diagnosing you all to go and get them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it is a, it's an option out there to have compression on those lower extremities to try and keep it moving the fluid rotating around the body. If you have questions about compression stockings, speak to your healthcare professional. Um, they are a good one as well. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so obviously we did mention on it before, but I just want to go back to what is not normal. So what is something that you need to be concerned about? and need to seek help about um so at the beginning of the day there's swelling and then it doesn't go like away so that's in the morning and it's still pooling it's very heavy not normal go seek help excessively swollen in the face and the hands so not just like a little bit of puppy goodness i'm talking about swelling like Mm. you look like you've you've put on 10 kilos in a night um painful swelling as well as discoloration of the skin so any of those things need to um, be looked at yeah. and to have the assistance from your professional yeah. about taking it back to exactly what we said before. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Nope, exactly. That is like probably one of my most favorite sayings. Yeah. Because women are like, oh, well, I've been doing this exercise for like six weeks. It hurts every time I do it, but like my PT said to do it. And it's like, what? If it doesn't feel right, don't do it because it probably isn't right. Exactly. Everyone is so different throughout their pregnancy as well that if you haven't had it checked out, then there could be an issue. So get it checked out because it could avoid like pain. Yeah. Discomfort. Like there could be something. Anything really result. sinister happening later down the track as well. Exactly. So we're big advocates for asking the questions and finding the answers for yourself. Yeah. Um, Take control. Exactly. You're this the only is one your that's going to body. It. Um, so one thing that we, you know, people will say to us sometimes or often, I'm really swollen, I'm really bloated, and I feel really unattractive. Yeah, and it's I don't like, want to go out because I feel like crap. Yeah, and I feel... And we spoke about this in our cellulite one as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the body's changing at such a rapid rate. Such a rapid rate. And it's forever making you be unaware of what's going on mm. because it's not like you can get used to what's happening. And then when the swelling hap- when the swelling happens and then the bloating and then you're growing a baby, it all can feel really quite... Overwhelming. Yeah, and damning on you and who you were as a person beforehand. And we get it. It's, you know, you feel... You lack confidence. And then you look at women on Instagram and they look yeah. perfect and pretty in these bikinis and yeah, these, these big like glasses. Yeah, these size eights with their little baby bump. Yeah, and it's like, okay, that's you and that's really good for you, but that's not me. So how do you then cope with that as a woman and how do you move forward? So... When you're trying to dress um, for somebody who is suffering a little bit more swelling or is having a more bloating or their belly is protruding mm. a little bit more, um, we recommend finding really pretty clothes that make you feel good. Yeah. So 
long dresses that you can put a belt around the waist. Yeah. So you're still showing something, your belly, but you're feeling quite... a little bit more flowy. Yeah, feeling a bit more controlled though. So you're not just walking around with a moo-moo and there's nothing showing at all. Make sure you're pulling it in at the waist at least or having something that has nice covering shoulders so that there's, mm. there's still some delicate nature there. Um, mum jeans. There's a couple of really good brands I know that do mum jeans that have the expandable waists. Yeah. Um, which are really good. and then you We'll can link some of those brands in the show notes. Show notes, so you yeah. Can see, those. see, and they're really good because, again, it's like, okay, I'm pregnant, you can see my belly, but everything is kind of covered so you feel control, mm. in control of what's going on. So a cute T-shirt. Button-up shirts are really good because they're quite structured, but they give you that freedom over your belly quite often. Yeah. Um, and also active wear. Yeah, I was about to say, and like, I, the fashion fashion tip of the year, active wear. And, like, particularly if you're somebody who travels a lot whilst pregnant, you know, again, wear a button-down shirt and some active wear, like a linen shirt and some active yeah. wear pants a and pair some of black, sick shoes. A pair of black tights goes a long can be way. your best friend. Yeah. Like, they don't look like active wear if you put them with, exactly. like, a nice top. And it's going to help with that compression as Exactly. Well. So if you get a decent pair of tights, that there's so many... Like different pregnancy, prenatal, postnatal, yeah. active wear brands. There's now. like the Active Truth, which is a Brisbane based yeah. brand, and they're really cool because I know that they accommodate for not only pregnancy but postnatal. And they and have really, really high waist. Yeah, yeah, thick bands. So we might actually, we'll link that in the show notes as well. Yeah, they're um, awesome. I've seen them around a fair bit, and I think not only are they fun because they have. And they have some cool prints. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have cool prints, and they look really good quality, and I've seen a couple of women in them. So yeah, definitely. So yeah, you can really. Um, you can really do some things that make you feel good. And yeah. sometimes that might also mean, you know, if you're not somebody who often wears just a little bit of makeup, you know, yeah. you could put some mascara on and paint your eyebrows. <laughs> or go get, go get a facial or go get a massage something. or go get something that's going to make you feel good. Like I know if I ever put a face mask on or if I like go and wash and tone my hair, like just little things like that, like you actually feel Normal. really good. Yeah. You feel pretty. Yeah. Feminine. Shave your legs. Shower. Moisturize. Exactly. Go get somebody to wax your legs if you can't reach them. No, that hurts. <laughs> so bloating can occur from many things. Sometimes eating something that doesn't agree with your belly. Sometimes your time of the month. Being yeah, pregnant hormonal. kind of helps with that as well. Um, there are a couple of things to avoid though when yeah. bloating kind of comes around. Yeah, so a lot of, there's a lot of foods that you can avoid, um, like wheats and lentils and beans and a lot of foods that are like really highly fermentable because they do cause, like they can cause a bit of irritation in the gut um, and foods that are really high in gluten or fiber. Yeah. And I know that we always recommend you have, get enough fiber in your diet um, because it's it crucial. good, keeps you regular. Um, and a lot of those foods are really high in nutrients, but... In the case of feeling super bloated and feeling really uncomfortable and like your stomach's about to explode, just cut it out until yeah. until you're feeling normal. So you can like opt for opt for like lighter foods like salad or some like lean meats and things like that or yeah. things that are just not going to make you feel really gross. Yeah, and also if you are trying to work out what is making you bloated, easiest way is to eat something. And eat it separately from yeah. something else. Write it down in yeah, a journal. Keep a food diary. And then work out and backtrack from what that point yeah. has made you feel. You know, for me, I eat certain things and I'm like, I know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Now I'm as not I'm, going to feel good after Exactly. Um, so obviously exercise you think is paramount normally, but when bloating and swelling, oh, particularly bloating comes along, what do you think? Um, if you're not feeling great, like if it's bloating that's leading to heartburn and indigestion and yeah. things like that, then... Try like the low impact exercises like we were talking yeah. about before with your swelling. Um, 
exercises that aren't going to get your heart rate up too much to make you feel like you're going to be like either throwing up or yeah, not feeling great. Exactly. Um, but do try and move. Go for a walk mm. because just getting some blood pumping can Makes be you like feel. yeah, it can make a world of difference when yeah. like it's even even for women that have their period as well. It's just like you'll find that if you've exercised, like if you're not in really bad pain or any like having any issues, then just go and move a little bit because you'll feel so much better. Yeah, get the endorphins going. Yeah, so low impact exercises. Um, swimming, like we said before, would be such a good one because it keeps you cool. It just is low impact. It's not going to be too intense. You can just kind of go at your own pace. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. Um, and just drinking water and peppermint tea. Peppermint tea is such a good one if you yeah. are feeling really bloated and not too great in the stomach. It really helps helps yeah. with digestion, helps kind of soothe the stomach stomach because yeah. it is such a cooling um cooling tea yeah. yeah um and peppermint oil as well if you're mm. feeling really bloated i'd recommend like some peppermint oil with like a carrier oil like coconut oil or whatever your yeah, right. moisturizer is and rub it onto your stomach because simply simply just massaging your stomach when you are feeling gross can make you feel so good oh, that's a really good one yeah self-massage yeah or get your get your mate to massage you <laughs> so good. You make that sounds so like seedy. No. <laughs> good, a good Sarah, tummy. Will you a massage good tummy my belly. Massage? <laughs> Can you massage my tummy? Um, so when you are at night and you are either having some swelling or some bloating going on for yourself, how are ways that you can manage it in that space? Because obviously, your body's probably already making you wake up moments in the night to prepare you for what's about to come. So you're like lacking sleep. You're moving around, you're restless, and if you've got bloating on top of that or gut irritation, yeah, you're in you're in pain. Exactly. Aren't you? So some of the things that we definitely recommend for ourselves, like we both um, suffer from bloating at times and indigestions, things that go on. So nighttime routines, yeah. setting yourself a goal in that space, like phone down at six, yeah. in bed at nine, having a nice glass of water or a herbal tea before you go to bed, yeah. cutting out caffeine. Caffeine can be a big one as well with your swelling and bloating. bloating yeah. um, not just having like a coffee, but if you're having like five coffees a day or yeah. heaps of tea, I think a yeah. lot of people don't realize that black tea has caffeine. Even green in it. tea as well. And though. green tea. They all they all yeah. have. They've got and caffeine. if you are drinking a liter of that because it's cool in your fridge, yeah, you're adding up. Yeah, you're adding it up. And that's there. a lot of caffeine to have, especially yeah. if you're pregnant. So, and leaving laptops, TVs out of the room is a yes. big one. Getting Just, that away from your brain. Yeah, and pick it, up a book. Oh, I say this so often, and people are like, "Yeah, everything gives you cancer," but it actually does. <laughs> like all of these frequencies that are going through your brain, pretty much twenty four seven. Like even us sitting here in front of a microphone, in front of a laptop, with our phones like, next to us. Yeah, with the phone sitting next to you with a light bulb above your head and there's probably a power thing somewhere and there's it's an a lot and a tv like we don't realize how much we're surrounding yeah. ourselves with all of these frequencies and also not to brains. mention like the health that you're talking about of physically physically yeah. your health but also mentally yeah you have to turn off rise you yeah you have to learn how to take it all out yeah. and put it down and go to sleep because for us in this world that we live in we have access to anything and everything that we want whenever we want. Yeah. So your ability to wake up in the middle of the night and be goes, oh, I can think about that because I've got access to it. Yeah. Potentially is why you're waking up. 
So, you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, oh, what time is it? I'll pick my phone up and have a and look. Then oh, it's like, a notification. Well, someone check that. Someone tagged me in something on Facebook or exactly. someone sent me a text message and you end up spending 10, exactly. 10 minutes on Leaving your phone. Leaving your phone outside in the kitchen, you put your alarm on. It's also a really good way to make sure you get up. Yeah. So if it's in the kitchen, you can't just roll over and hit snooze, can yeah, you? You exactly. have to actually physically get up and go to the kitchen. Um, if you're also struggling with sleep, don't just lie in bed looking at the ceiling. It doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> get up, have a shower if you like. Do a couple of paces of the um, hallway, I yeah. find as well, and have a drink of warm water. So yeah. cool water will stimulate, mm. um, heat will settle. Yeah. So if you can, if you can manage a couple of those things and find what works for you, yeah. really get a heat pack or yeah, something that makes you feel nice herbal again, tea. Good. Read a book. Nothing that's going to really drive you crazy. No. Like Exactly. Getting on your phone or putting the TV on or a movie on. Yeah, so our goal for you this week is if you are struggling with sleep or bloating or swelling or anything like that, try a couple of things that we've spoken yeah. about today. Implement it just at least one thing. So one put thing. your phone on the other side of the room or outside the room, even better, yep. when you're sleeping. Cut out TV for the first few, like, well, the last few hours at night. Yeah. Before you go to bed. Read a book. Yeah. Actually enjoy some quality time with the person that you're having a baby with. (laughs) Don't just listen to an audible book. Yeah. Read a real book. Pick up a book. Yeah. Flick through the pages. Set yourself a goal. Five pages, ten pages, whatever it is. Set yourself a little goal. And then, honestly, like, most people don't even make it through that. Like, you'll get through five to ten minutes because we're so used to being on our phones and we're so used to that stimulation just being constant yeah that if we actually have to sit there and read a book where we're just turning a page then you will fall asleep so much faster so much faster with a tea not a coffee yeah or just a hot water yes anything that works for you no green tea or black tea before bed exactly well thank you so much for tuning in to our fifth episode of the mama know how podcast we are loving bringing these to you and like i said we're hoping to do it a little bit more frequently um if you need any more information on us or where we are or what we're doing please head over to our website www.mumanohow.com.au send us an email at admin at mumanohow.com.au if you have any questions or any podcast you'd or like or hit us up on instagram oh yeah send us a message on instagram and all of our information for the master classes are up on our website now so your a link to buy the tickets are up there and all the information for our mama move camp the mm-hmm. monthly mama move camps are on facebook and our instagram and our website exactly and don't forget to keep an eye out for our ebook that is coming we are super proud of it and super excited about it Woohoo! thank you so much and we will see you or you'll hear us next, next time. time bye, bye.